0: often you know I will ask my clients when I start to work with them like what are your top five health concerns and I would say probably 80% of the time I've got at least one of those being a skin issue.
1: Yeah because it's it affects everything. Yeah and I'm, I'm glad to see people making that connection. Yeah. You're listening to Rebel Heart Radio hosted by a nutritional therapist Cassie Knabel and professional esthetician and makeup artist Genevieve Blair The materials and content within this podcast are for general information and educational purposes only and are not to be considered a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. All right. We are here to begin our what's up. What's up, lady? What's up? What are you what? Been up to? What, what, what's the good word? The good
0: word? I don't know. The good word. What's up with me? So I have been trying... A new skincare routine for a little while mm. and i'm going to be sharing it soon on the blog um, Yay. but within that routine we have a brand new beauty counter product that is launching probably like early june i'm hoping we don't have a specific date yet but it's literally it's coming. my socks off yes. and changing my skin so I'm so, super so excited. It's a version of basically like a phys, a chemical exfoliator, mm-hmm. and um, it's going to be gentle enough to use every day, which is which is crazy. Um, that doesn't mean we recommend you use it every day, but on use. I have been using this particular product a few days a week on um, on my face and then also on my arms um, I love to that help you with my, arms. my keratosis pilaris, and it's been. Oh, amazing! Mm-hmm. Like, I'm Your texture free- is probably like I'm freaking butta. out, freaking out. My makeup <laughs> is going on better. My skin is glowing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm waking up with like hydrated, plump skin versus like really deflated, sad looking skin. Um, Probably have more control over how your skin feels and looks. And it's been really nice to have a topical product that kind of addresses that cell turnover that I got when I got the microderm, Mm -hmm. which was like amazing. Um, And I could tell it really, really improved things. But I definitely am going to have to go back for more of that. But this is a product that I can use at home. And so I'm really excited. That's kind of like what's up with me lately I've kind of been freaking out about and that and that can be life
1: changing like yeah. I'm pumped for this it makes to come me feel in feel so much
0: better about myself when my yeah. skin looks nice and you don't have to worry
1: about it no and, then, and it's safe I like I yeah. this is filling in a hole that I've missed for quite some time because it's difficult to find a product like this that is clean so teaser yeah please check it out coming from my professional perspective like everyone should have this yes and it should be a part of everyone's routine
0: And we're recording this a little earlier. So if it has released by the time this episode
1: airs, we'll have Genevieve add some details about the product. Guys, it's here. And you guys have to check it out. Listen to the end of the episode. So what's up with me? So what is up with you, girl? What's up with me? So, mine is is not. It, mine is a little more like heavy. I guess is a better way to put it. But it's intense, intense. Yeah. So this week was kind of a wake up call for me, realizing that my youngest needed a, a needed a body reset. She needed a healthier regimen. She's already like we we went keto with her a few years ago when she was two. We did that for pretty solid for about a year. We saw some massively good changes in her on all around her eczema, cleared up. Her Her gut health was better. We noticed a lot of things were moving better in her body. Uh, but, you know, she's going to be five soon. And sometimes you just need a good reminder. And I could sense like there was stuff going on with her. And I think that her nutritional needs had changed because, you know, kids get bigger and they need a little bit more. So I needed, I needed a little bit of help. And I, for the first time, was really like, Cassie, I need your time. I need your nutritional time. (laughs) I was like, this is what's going on. And she gave me the lowdown and it really uh, reminded me of the things I already knew that I had forgotten or I wasn't doing well with like her fat content. So it's been, this week has been a massive shift in how much fat we're offering her. And it it can be a real challenge with a five-year-old who, almost five-year-old who's like, knows what they want and just really opinionated and it's it's just kind of a constant thing and it's emotional but it was such a realization to me that I the isolation that somebody can feel in that situation doesn't need to be isolating but no
0: and you even have like you have a tribe of people but you were just trying to do so everything much everything yourself
1: yeah and I also realized that helping a friend yesterday having a good conversation with them and how important it is to talk about things like man and it's okay to like emotionally release like you need that in that yep. situation so so that was kind of a re- revelation for this week so far it was that the emotional release is what I needed I needed to reach out and I needed a little bit of I needed a little bit of help from somebody that I knew knew what they were talking about and I need to be okay with reaching out sooner yes which i told you to do <laughs> yes i know she was like yeah she was like
0: the ideal client or parent of a client technically <laughs> because i can be super direct with my nutritional recommendations like, like i don't have to beat around the bush <laughs> and i can just say okay don't be offended here's what's wrong and here's what needs to be fixed and your response was just so lovely and was i'm I? like oh, gosh this is just so much easier <laughs> So if you want to work with me for your nutrition, <laughs> um, please do. <laughs> yeah. You got to be dealing with a pretty bold and direct person. Just know mm-hmm. that
1: I will call you out. Yeah. And that's, that's what I want. I want somebody. You
0: didn't really need to be called out. You just needed yeah. a little, a little Nudge. perspective.
1: Yeah. So it's a little heavier, but honestly, I'm three days into kind of our new new renewed (laughs) fat intake in our house. And I'm already seeing such massively good change in her. I can see her inflammations like night and day. I mean, she's got a flat tummy, which, which is not normal for her. Normally she's a little distended, little pot belly Mm -hmm. and she's, she feels better. She's acting better. So, I mean, as much as it's heavy, it's, it's something that needs to be talked about because it has been such a, a good thing for her. And, I want more people who feel these similar things with their kids to know that it's a thing, you know?
0: Yeah. And a lot, the interesting thing is what brought you to this kind of standstill and needing to reevaluate was a lot of behavioral things that you were noticing in your daughter that, that weren't her normal. Right. And you know, for me, when I see behavioral issues in children, You know. No, this is not always the case. But nine times out of ten I'm like, Oh, what is that kid eating? I
1: know. And
0: I have so many people comment on how even keeled and calm my son is. And mm-hmm. um, we, we lovingly call him G on the podcast, oh, so G. you know, people, oh, G, <laughs> so uh, folks will ask me, like, you know, why is he so calm? Why is he so like collected? And he's such a little observer, too. Like, he doesn't go nuts with the playing until like he gets really comfortable. It's very funny to watch <laughs> that, may neither, neither be here nor there, but, <laughs> but so um, but you know, I attribute a lot of his behavior to what I feed him, and you know what, when I, I allow. Sugar, or even in its most natural forms like dates or. You know, we do a little like gluten free banana bread, and literally, it's only sweetened with ripe bananas. Yep. <laughs> I see, Oh, Lucy I can't see it. Do oh, I see it, and I'm like, oh, oh. oh my goodness, you are fueled by sugar right now, and I, know. I and it's such a rare thing for us. Yeah, that
1: when I see it, it's very clear, <laughs> right? And I think it gets it takes getting that baseline. Yeah, because we did get to that baseline with Lucy. You know, it gave us that baseline of like, oh this is who she is. And I, and I don't know this mom's intuition inside me was like when she, cause she would have these just epic hours long, like meltdowns. Like, I don't know, Just, it, it was, it was so Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde that it was pretty painfully obvious to me, but other people were just like, well, she's just having a temper tantrum. That's what kids do. And I was like, no, no. I mean, she would have these moments where she was so sweet and calm, but they were few and far between. So when and then I'd be like, there you are. Like, where have you been? And then 90, 80 percent of the time she was just a total terror. And I was like, I'm going to lose my mind. Like, what is going on? And I think it's just that mother's intuition just nagging at me that this is not right. Like, mm. this is not her, even though it seems to be her the majority of the time. So finding her baseline when we flip flopped that ratio where she was only a terror 10 percent of the time, which I think is really normal. In fact, really good, but normal, you know it was and then years down the road seeing her kind of slip back into it and being mm. like this is not right again yeah this is well not i'm right. glad to
0: see her feeling better and yeah. you feeling like you have a little bit
1: more control she when it comes stopped to asking for sugar every two seconds so i'm i'm <laughs> finally feeling like myself again <laughs> yes and it,
0: it really worked like some really very simple changes that you made yeah
1: yeah, yeah. You have feel... to be firm too, though. That's the hard part. You got that uh, kid with yeah. the sugar sugar tooth, and they're just constantly nagging. You have to put your foot down and just start chucking things. Like, like I threw no, a bunch of we stuff don't away. don't have that anymore. Yeah, I just started throwing stuff away because it could not be in the house. Yeah. So advocate for yourself by advocating for your child. You know, <laughs> get that
0: crap out. You know. Yeah, it's tough. I'm really grateful that I came to like my real food lifestyle and nutrition practice before I had my first kiddo. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, even, and even coming from that perspective, I still feel like I could do better or I have more to learn. And oh, that's and always, that's be always true. Waves, yeah, you know? exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm just really grateful that I had that information, not only, you know, going into like pregnancy preparation, Oh yes, yeah. you should be preparing Gosh, your body for pregnancy. I if wish you I would have had that. Right. I know. Um, I wish I would have done more, you know, and then, you know, obviously taking care of your child with real healthy whole nutritious food including you know things like sardines and oysters it's hilarious g will share a um a tin of oysters or sardines with adorable. with my husband or myself and so cute. he's just always like you want a bite Oh my gosh! I'll I have a bite, and he kind of will alternate back and forth. It's really cute. Yeah, he tries to feed age. me, and I'm like, "Oh heck no!" <laughs> <laughs> Getting sardines all over my freaking face. It's not oh happening. Oh my gosh! So, anyways,
1: that's so fun. I know. I think it makes it worth it when you have moments like that. Like. On my Instagram stories, I posted about this, but I have to say it here because it's just the cutest thing ever. So, Lucina, I'm very open with my kids, and I'm very like, "Hey, this is what we're doing now. We're shifting, and this is why. And I know you'll be happier if we do this." And and then I keep reminding them, you know. But um, so last night, I think it was last night, I posted on my Instagram stories that Lucy was brushing her teeth. And she was, and I was trying to record it for Cassie because I wanted to show her that Lucy was singing because Lucy will make up songs and just kind of sing to herself. And it's usually when I know her insides are doing well, her mental health is in a good place and she's like in a stable place because like for her, that's her happy place, you know? And so, but when she's bad, that's when she argues the most is brushing her teeth, getting ready for bed. So the fact that she was singing when she's getting for bed, I videotaped it for Cassie and while I was videotaping it, Lucy was like (laughs) singing about healthy fat, guacamole and Jesus. (laughs) It was the best. I didn't even mean to catch it. It was
0: literally the best video message I've ever received. It was like, healthy fat guacamole
1: and i love jesus <laughs> and she's like and it's good for me and it's good for me yeah. <laughs> anyway you have these moments like i'm you know with your kid being adorable and the supplements she g- 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 um, says supplements yeah my little guy <laughs> uh, mommy i have my supplements i don't know you have these moments where you're like i'm teaching them right <laughs> yeah for real Uh, So that's my long winded what's up with me, but it was kind of an emotional week for me. So I felt like it was was worth talking about because what's the point of sharing without just telling everything? Well, I
0: think also there are a lot of mamas out there that struggle with the same thing with their children, you know, getting stuck in the place where like you have been doing more convenience foods and different things because life kind of demands a lot of our time and Mm -hmm. you know as women especially we're pretty much asked to do the job of like a million people Mm -hmm. with the time and capacity of one person and (laughs) yeah the expectations are crazy that we that others place on us that we place on ourselves and when it comes down to it like sometimes feeding our kid is so reactionary and it's Mm -hmm. very difficult to you know just get on top of whether it be behavior or gut issues or what have you um and feel in control of those things so you're not the only one who struggles with that and i think it's just so important to be the like the, the real real you know that's yeah. what we're about on this
1: podcast yes we are so so i think it's that, valuable that has definitely been a big part of my week so that's what's up with me cool all right today we are on kind of like a part two I guess we could call it of this part two, part we're going two. internal today. Yeah, we're talking about uh, the dry. We, we talked about dry skin on part one, and now we're kind of talking about the dry insides, which actually kind of can mean more than what it sounds like. So <laughs> we know that there's a, a lot of skin problems that have to do with our food, but we can also see how that has to do with um, healthy diet. Um, but our skin can really tell us a lot about what's going on with our insides. So yep. Um, there's a couple different ways that our skin can be dry but one of the only two or only one of the two different types of dryness is a problem and that was something we wanted to talk about. We know that even though we generally think of dry as meaning lacking in water uh, when it comes to your skin you can either be water dry or oil dry and I know there's a lot you have to say about that like Cassie has a lot to say for what that means and this is you know, be just you guys are going to love this episode because there's so much information that will help your skin and your insides. You know, it's just super important because I know my foundational health efforts have come from my insides and then I had to address the outsides, you know. Well, and so many times when we're going for an aesthetic goal, whether that be like
0: weight loss or clearer skin or, you know, whatever it is, it's the things that we do to fix it internally are often the things we need to do to fix ourselves anyway. Right. <laughs> or just simply support the body a little bit better rather than quote unquote fix, I should say.
1: Right. So well, and, and, and beyond like the face cream like if you guys have any curiosities about like the topical side and how you can work with it from the outside definitely check out our previous episode but um this one I wanted to kind of start with like what what do you mean by water dry
0: yeah so when you're dealing with dry skin like it's just so important to think about skincare as like an internal issue Mm mm-hmm from a foundation standpoint you know when we talk about foundational skincare we're talking about you know like cleansing correctly and providing a protective moisture barrier as far as topical is concerned but internally if someone walks into my office and they have skin issues like I'm gonna be like okay look this (laughs)
1: this is where we're gonna start let's
0: talk this is where we're starting um (laughs) and it's really common for people who have metabolic issues um difficulty detoxifying or clearing toxins from the body liver health issues I know I know that problem. Um, and, and then people who just have general digestive issues or, or um, gut permeability, i.e. leaky gut, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. there are a lot of things to be addressed there. But nine times out of 10, those people walk into my office with skin issues. Yep. And it shows and mm-hmm. you can tell the level of inflammation and where that might be coming from. And and often, you know, I will ask my clients when I start to work with them, like, what are your top five health concerns? And I would say probably 80 percent of the time I've got at least one of those being a skin issue.
1: Yeah, because it's it affects everything.
0: Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad to see people making that connection. Yeah and cuz it's not always made. So, um, you know, I think honestly just realizing that it's not always going to be as quick of a fix as like obviously just applying the right night cream. Yes. <laughs> uh, if only it were, that would be great. Yes. So, you know, when we talk about water dry versus oil dry, the reason why I wanted to break it down this way is because it depends on like if you're water dry or you're oil dry how you're going to take care of that. Yeah. Um From an internal standpoint. So, water dry kind of means the skin itself lacks water. Mm-hmm. So, proper water balance is what you're looking for when it comes to skin health. And it doesn't mean you need to apply water topically or cleanse more or use more water rich products. That actually so makes it, it worse. Yeah. It's a really common misconception. Um The skin depends on water for hydration, but not just water, right? It's so mm-hmm. much bigger than that. Um, we have to have cofactors with that water to, in order order to provide proper hydration for the skin so it actually depends on like a proper chemical process inside the body between the cells themselves all of the processes that involve water but also electrolytes this was revolutionary for yeah me. so when we're talking about electrolytes we're also talking I mean really honestly about minerals and mineral balance and so minerals are what enables water to cross the cell barrier
1: oh that's fascinating so
0: if you're not having uh, enough Like if you're If you're over hydrating, Which is is really common In the natural health community Yeah We're like Oh drink You know A several gallons carry, like, carry gallon sized jugs with oh you everywhere gosh, when I hear people being like I'm carrying a gallon sized jug oh my, oh. I'm like uh what's your body weight because I don't think you can even handle that much water <laughs> so like a really good so for hydration a really good rule of thumb is about half your body weight in ounces of water per day is like a jumping off point and then you ideally offset some diuretics um so like if you're drinking coffee or black tea or even some herbal teas like peppermint and licorice are actually mm. diuretics oh. um, and, and peppermint's a really common one that people use. And then obviously, like, green tea as well. It's caffeinated. So I might get um,
1: controversial Controversial when I ask you this, but peppermint essential oil then must be a massive punch yeah. to dehydration. Yeah, it, it can be. It just yeah. really
0: depends on how your body. It's so bio-individual.
1: It. Ah, interesting. So interesting.
0: Yeah, so basically when we're looking at, um, you know, getting enough water we need to have a good eye for how much diuretic are we taking and how much coffee are you really drinking mm-hmm. um and with my clients more often than not it's this conversation okay like listen if you want to offset the amount of caffeine or or diuretics in general between coffee and tea that you're taking in throughout the day like here's how much more water you'd have to add to your routine a and it's about a lot. one and a half to two ounces of water per ounce of diuretic so it's like oh. double the amount oh. so if you're drinking 16 ounces of coffee or more. Most people drink more, you know, yeah. up to oh, 32. Yeah. You cups could a day. be like adding anywhere between like 30, 40, 50, 60 ounces of water to your day. And most people don't even consume that much within a day. So uh-huh. that's like the additional. So Uh, you know and one thing I want to note too is this again is so bio individual it also depends on if you're eating lots of water rich foods you don't need to drink as much water Mm, so you know I get to keep my water consumption within a reasonable amount you know I I generally go for like 80 to 100 ounces for me which with where my weight's at is is great and I I feel good doing that but if I go above that I actually feel dehydrated which is really interesting or even bloated yeah exactly Mm -hmm. yeah so and that's just a, a really good sign that you need some minerals to be able to access said water and allow the water to cross the cell barrier and be used within the body. So so a few like practical things, you could do trace minerals in your water. So you could do some drops of trace minerals in your water. Um, You could do topical um, or internal magnesium supplementation. But really what I like to see is a myriad of minerals together in like a really nice cohesive blend because it's Mm. very difficult to get, you know, any particular kind of mineral. Um, in conjunction without,
1: without the other minerals, it needs to be a balance is what I'm trying to so say. So question, if you're getting a reverse osmosis water, because you're trying to like, make sure you don't have fluoride and you're like trying to drink as clean as yeah, you can you best be adding mineral exactly. drops. Exactly. So that was something I wanted to be said. Cause I think a lot of people think, Oh, I don't need it. No, 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 no. You like, do. Yeah. Make sure you guys get that in because it's kind of a big deal. And if you're doing any sort of like at home, like probiotic brewing of any kind, then you it needs to be in the water because the probiotics need it too. I mean think about that. Yeah. They need the minerals. So if, if the probiotics need the minerals, then you your body definitely needs the minerals. <laughs> yeah. Well you are a you are a bacteria
0: filled <laughs> being basically bacteria bag. We're we're more living <laughs> organisms than we are ourselves. Which is bonkers <laughs> as far as like Cell to cell goes. So, um, so that's, you know, a really practical thing you do. Another thing you can do is just add a couple pinches of sea salt to your water throughout the day. That's what I do. Um, and honestly, like if it, it, just total side note, but if you get a headache, throw like a quarter teaspoon of really high mineral rich sea salt. So it needs to have color to it a gray, mm. a Himalayan pink. Um, i really like redmond real salt that's one of my favorites and um just like even a couple of pinches in your water or up to like a quarter teaspoon in like a you know 16 to 32 ounce glass of water and just sip on that slowly i mm-hmm. promise you your headache will most likely go
1: away do that happened to me earlier this week <laughs> I was like, you can even throw a little salt on the tongue if you have a headache. I was going to ask my, I, I've seen um, bodybuilders who talk a lot about electrolytes, like, like, suck on, like, bouillon cubes. Oh, yeah. For, you know, I'm like, that's a little tense. But the application's interesting, like, and it, it helps with their headaches. Like, I saw girls walking around with, um, they were walking around with these little cubes, and they were popping them in their mouth right before fitness competition. And I was like, oh why? What are they doing? But this makes a lot of sense. I'm sure they're dealing with all sorts of dehydration.
0: Uh, yeah, it's a whole nother issue.
1: <laughs> Not eating a lot of do water you have rich a, food. Do you have any other, uh, interesting tips for us for that?
0: Not really. I mean, it's, it's pretty darn basic. Um, eating mineral rich foods is also really great. I mean, seafood is really high in mineral content. Um, what else is high in mineral content For food, I, uh, if you're looking at like sea vegetables, that's honestly yeah. like things that live in the sea, which is why dead sea salt is like, or awesome. you know, any sort of sea salt is going to be more mineral rich. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of foods that you can eat that have a, a decent balance of minerals, a lot of vegetables and fruits. And, um, but really honestly, it, it, it when you're getting to the point where you're really lacking hydration, you probably need a little bit more of a balance so when you're lacking hydration in the skin and honestly when you're just kind of feeling when you feel dehydrated in your body that is a latent if you're thirsty that is a latent sign of dehydration that's like Like, the last thing yes yeah Mm -hmm. Um, but if you're noticing it in your skin that really is going to be a chronic issue but the beauty of that is it can be addressed pretty easily and Mm -hmm. pretty quickly so and your body will respond really well if you couple that additional hydration that you're bringing in with the right mineral balance
1: see this is the kind of stuff that why are we not taught this when we're young? We We should be. Oh my gosh. All we need is just the little knowledge and tools to be to lead a healthier, more successful life. That's off my soapbox. Okay. I feel you girl. (laughs) So the
0: ideal situation with your skin is that when hydration is at like the right level for you, your skin looks full and healthy because the cells have achieved like a proper water balance essentially. Mm -hmm. That water is being allowed to cross the barrier. We've got plumpness, all that good stuff that shows youthful skin that doesn't let fine lines show through, right? When we're hydrated, we don't, we aren't showing those fine lines. Um, And when things are a little off, when water balance is off, you tend to see like, so water dry skin looks kind of ashy, Mm -hmm. um, deflated, and it can even look kind of sunken, um, even if it looks oily. So you can have water dry skin that's oily too. Yeah. Um, And oily skin... Honestly, like that's a whole nother deal as far as like looking at oil dry, mm-hmm. um, but oil dry, you won't be oily water dry. You will be oily because yeah, yeah. your body is trying to respond with excess sebum production to that dryness. Yeah. It's making so up for it can be a little awesome. confusing, right? Um, for sure. But that's pretty common. Um, And when skin is water dry, it usually means like the raw materials for maintaining that cellular balance. Water and electrolytes are just simply out of balance. So, again, you can drink more water, check sources of electrolytes in your diet. um, You know, sea, vegetables, uh, fish, shellfish, trace mineral drops in your water, heavy amounts of like sea salt seasoning on your food. Like your food should be salted. It's that's okay. Like a, that's a culinary thing. Like <laughs> When I taste <laughs> undersalted food, I'm like, what are you doing? Why? That's, a, that's a separate culinary conversation. <laughs> um, but the other thing I wanted to mention is if you mentioned reverse osmosis water, mm-hmm. but if also if your water is soft or if you have distilled water, um, you're definitely going to need to be looking for more additional sources for minerals. Oh, that makes um, a lot of sense. And then the other thing I wanted to mention, which I didn't say before, if you add a pinch of sea salt to your water, you can add some lemon or lemon and juice and then also a little bit of maple syrup because the tiny bit of sugar actually helps your body absorb and use the salt too. See, that makes a lot of sense because there is sugar in nature and it's like, why, why would that be there if it's super bad for yes. us? Well, the problem is we have modified fruit so much that it mm-hmm. contains an insane amount of sugar. It never used to be like that. Exactly. We used to have mineral rich in conjunction with sugar, right? Yeah, it just goes to show that there's a place for sugar in nature when used properly. So don't, yeah. don't be afraid of it. <laughs> so, and we'll get into this a little bit more when we talk about the dietary and kind of the response to oil dry skin, but, um, also making sure that you're getting enough omega three rich food in your diet will help with cellular electrolyte balance because fatty acids will interact with the minerals in your cells to help balance things out.
1: Whoa. Wait, so, back up. Yeah. So your essential fatty acids interact with minerals in inside the cells. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Sorry. This is new information for me. So I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. So, I mean, I've heard so much about omega-3 rich foods, um, but there, I feel like there's so much information about why and what it means. So I, sorry, I have to pause. Cause this is just, like, I have to pause on this topic cause I'm like, this, <laughs> this is kind of blowing my mind. Like I hear so much about, like, I know a lot about cells. I know a lot about the cellular basis and what that means. So knowing how the electrolytes interact with the cell and how Uh, the essential fatty acids and the minerals so is it is it allowing the the electrolytes to interact with the cell purely because it's there in interaction or is it like opening the door like how does that work
0: yeah i mean honestly the balance electrolyte balance entirety of the cell doesn't just rely on on mineral levels and hydration it also relies on fatty acid balance and the communication (laughs) behind I mean all of your cells like your entire cell membrane is made up of a phospholipid bilayer lipid meaning fat Mm -hmm. so and we talk a lot about how You know, it's really important to take in a decent amount of dietary saturated fat because your cell wall really honestly would love to be made of purely saturated fat for the most part. Not purely, but, you know, the majority of it Um, because saturated fat in cellular structure is um, is solid. It's in a good way. It is. It provides a very strong Barrier to the cell. Same thing um, as the skin, too. Yes. Well, every, you know, your skin is made up of cells, right? Yeah, so.
1: <laughs> Your cells should have some lipids in them. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: so they interact, you know, the essential fatty acids interact inside the cell. And then we also have a barrier being intact by proper, you know, basically consumption of saturated fat
1: i feel like when i learn all these things and then they all start to collide i'm like oh
0: my gosh that makes
1: so much sense like so (laughs) let's talk about omega-3 rich
0: foods that you can eat yeah sardines baby um cold water fatty fish is an excellent source of omega-3 fatty acids so sardines mackerel okay um that sort of thing and then also interestingly enough purely grass-fed beef can actually wow. be higher in omega-3 fatty acids than really? some versions of cold water fatty fish yes
1: sense. okay um, cool
0: and that just goes to show to how important it is uh to eat food that's being that's being fed the food it was meant to eat
1: right right, right. right? I mean, the trickle down is, is
0: real uh it is it, <laughs> it affects the fatty acid content in the meat um which immensely. affects your cells yeah <gasps> and if you're eating uh you know meat from a grass-fed cow it is going to be a much healthier makeup and fatty acid balance within that meat for your body
1: pretty freaking cool almost sounds like a duh statement but when you start like putting all these pieces together of how the cells are working and how they're interacting with all these different pieces it it just makes so much sense yeah
0: so let's touch on for a second um while we're talking about water dry skin before we move on to oil dry um is climate and seasons and kind of how that can affect your skin so like water dry skin Um, it's for the most part dry from the inside, but because like, of course we have to add another layer of, shenanigans on top of this. (laughs) Um, What climate or season you're in can really affect how your skin loses hydration, not how it gets the hydration that's going to be internal, but how it loses it over throughout the day or what have you throughout the season. So so where you live can really quickly affect how your skin loses water. And I notice this when I travel, right? We all Mm -hmm. do. Um, And when the environment around us is dry, like during the winter or in drier climates, Water is drawn from the skin and into the environment. So this is one of the reasons that I generally recommend people use a humidifier. Um, if you live in the Pacific Northwest, you probably don't really need one. <laughs> we get plenty of humidity. But um, if you travel a
1: lot, you right, hear there's or, a lot about travel size. Or, you
0: know, just if you're coming from a place where you feel like your skin is water dry, you know, you've got that sunken, ashy, deflated, dull looking skin, you
1: know, you could try a humidifier in your room and see how that helps. Yeah, that sounds like a really quick, easy try it out solution. So I I wanted to talk a little bit about humectants and what that means. So humectant is something that draws moisture to it. It's, it's usually like ingredient oriented. So an ingredient can be a humectant and like glycerin and hyaluronic acid, they can help, you know, quote unquote seal water in uh, if there's water to be sealed in, in the first place. Now hyaluronic acid can bring water to it, but it's not going to put it in the skin. It's basically going to put it there You know what I mean? And it's it doesn't penetrate beyond maybe like a layer or two. So it's not going to be a fix all. It does help with the appearance, but it's a band aid, really. So if you are in dry climates and the humectant will draw water towards itself and um, it'll in moist climates, it'll keep the proper hydration, that sort of thing. Um, but this is also why you kind of need to like try things out because there are a lot of products that have humectants in it, but it also might be formulated with something that's not going to help you in the long run. It's just meant to balance out the formula, kind of like anything? we were talking about with the alcohol. Yeah, that we talked about in that in the toners. previous, yeah, yeah. We in the previous episode, we definitely touched on that. So, um, that can humectants can affect how your skin is interacting and it might make it difficult for you to understand if you're oil dry or water dry. Sure. So as long as you understand what those humectants are doing, it'll help you properly like look at your yourself a little bit with a clearer lens, you know? Yeah. So interesting.
0: So, um, I think the next, like when we're talking about water dry skin, it's important to note that like no amount of nourishing skincare, even oil-based will fix your problem. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So uh, focusing on water intake with minerals, um, keeping your environment a little bit more humid, depending on what season and, and climate that you're in. And then um, kind of experimenting with some humectants like glycerin or um, sodium hyaluronate and, and, You know checking with someone who's qualified ie a fabulous esthetician (laughs) um in your area who does safe non-toxic stuff would be great as far as finding you know a more moisture-rich routine that can work for that um but you know water dry is a little bit more challenging than oil dry because you can actually correct oil dry skin from the outside a lot more easily that makes a lot of sense so let's go to that and then we'll kind of geek out on some product <laughs> stuff that people can can use for oil dry skin because we all know like we talk about you know it takes a little while for our skin to respond to internal changes water dry it's pretty like it's you know you just need to hydrate a little bit better <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but you know as far as oil dry that can we can look a little bit deeper into fat consumption digestion et cetera, gut health. And, um, you know, knowing what to do is important for the internal piece, but we all want like a quicker solution to feel better and and have our skin look better and just be more comfortable in our own skin. And so I think it's always important as we're talking about these internal fixes to give some details about what people can do topically to help that along. Right, right, right. Um, And, you know, we talk a lot about exfoliation and how important it is. Even if you've kind of fixed things and you've got really healthy glowing skin underneath, if you haven't sloughed off that nasty dead skin on the top. It's you're not going to get that quality that you've now achieved by adjusting your diet and adjusting your skincare. Yeah, they definitely work together. Yeah, so I've definitely recently experienced the magic of (laughs) physical and chemical exfoliation. Oh, man, it is magical. I'm excited for that. So oil dry skin is interesting because it simply isn't producing adequate sebum, which is like the skin's natural like oil and lubrication system protection mechanism um, to allow like a really dewy plump look, which like the dewy look is so in, In especially moving into summer. Mm hmm. and I want my skin to look that way without having to add a bunch of highlight. I <laughs> know. So, um, a really common question that we get is you know, how do you know if you're oil dry over um, water dry? And so, I was having a conversation recently with Liz Wolf. She's an amazing skincare expert all all up in the the real food world. You can find her at realfoodliz.com. She has a lot of really lovely resources. But she's we were fantastic. talking. Oh, my gosh. She's amazing. She's definitely going to be on the podcast, um, mm-hmm. hopefully sooner rather than later. And um, we'll definitely take questions from you guys. So be looking for that post on Instagram. Definitely. Um, but a good way, she mentioned to test it, to see if your skin is like oil dry versus water dry is actually go to bed with like a completely clean face with no moisturizer. Oh i don't know if i could do that right it would be difficult <laughs> and then sleep on your back if at all possible so you don't like have pillowcase stuff kind of interfering mm. with oil production which personally this wouldn't work for me because i would just turn over <laughs> like Ditto. i move a lot while i sleep um and in the morning you would kind of dab your skin either with like a square of one ply toilet paper or like a square of like an oil dabbing like a rice um, tissue sheet. yeah like a rice paper mm-hmm. situation um And you'll see if there's like at least a trace of oil on there, then your skin has produced adequate sebum and and is nourished overnight. And that's great. And if your skin has absolutely no oil in the morning, it's likely oil dry. And this is me. I'm oil dry, which makes perfect sense to me, because what I found out through my nutrition journey is that. I have issues with digesting fat. Mm -hmm. So I have to support my gallbladder. I have a lot of familial issues with gallbladder stuff. And, um, you know, I noticed that when I switched to, a more real food framework and then actually moved into like a ketogenic and, and lower carb lifestyle, which actually works really well for me metabolically. Mm. Doesn't work as well for me as far as like a gut health perspective is concerned. So we'll talk a little bit about what that means. So um, Genevieve's also got another little interesting test that she can talk about to take a look at your skin and see if you think it's oil dry.
1: Yeah, when I was in the med spa, that was one of the first things we did in evaluation of people's skin. They would lay down on the bed and beyond kind of of like touching their face, asking about their history, what kind of skincare are you using? i go in and I would do some like physical tests to, to see how it looks to my professional eye. And you guys can do this at home. So I'm gonna try to describe it to you. So on your forehead, you take your pointer finger and your thumb and you turn it diagonal on your forehead. Think of your head like a square. Turn it diagonally and then pinch it together. Don't do it um north and south or east and west. Do like diagonal. And then pinch it together and if you look in the mirror and it's got plumper waves to it, it doesn't look deflated, doesn't look like crepey, like ricey cracker paper, which is actually really common and you don't notice it until you pull that skin together and you're like, oh, like I definitely went through those stages. My skin's doing really good right now, but I've been like working really hard on my oil production inside mm-hmm. lately. So definitely check yourself out in the mirror. If you can't do the test that uh, Liz was talking about, because like... I flip on my side like when I sleep sometimes my stomach like in the middle of the night and even when I try not to. So if you can't quite do that exact test you can absolutely do that test in the mirror and you can if you start to get that if you look kind of crepey you can that's a pretty good indication that you're oil dry.
0: Mm.
1: Okay I like it. Yeah. Multiple tools for the toolbox. Yeah.
0: So as far as like creating a happy environment internally. For your oil dry skin and trying to really kind of bring balance and, and nourish the skin, you really need to address digestion. Mm, digestion is a huge cofactor For lack of oil production in the skin, Um, if you can imagine, right, oil production has a ton to do with our essential fatty acid balance. Um, And if we're not getting either getting enough fat in the diet or if we're not digesting that fat very well, because, you know, there are a lot of people out there who are like, you know, why isn't my skin responding? I eat a lot of healthy you know, real fat in the form of egg yolks and coconut oil. And it's like, well, what's your body
1: doing with that though? Exactly. <laughs> so if
0: you're not processing it well or assimilating those nutrients, so digestion is a huge cofactor, and we're going to do a whole episode on digestion and
1: Oh man, that's probably going to like <laughs> a four part a, a series. <laughs> really,
0: a really, really simple and good place to start is actually to, um, you know, sit down, be very relaxed try and reach a parasympathetic state which is like the relaxed state um of your nervous system while you're eating take some deep breaths say a few words of gratitude that takes a lot of intention it it these days it really does because mm-hmm. we're so apt to like grab our computer or our phone while we're eating we I'll eat have super fast yeah mm-hmm. um chew your food extremely well Mm-hmm. um and uh take smaller bites so that you don't have to chew each bite as as much um and we kind of have this we have this joke in nutritional therapy that is um drink your your solids and chew your liquids <laughs> because honestly if you're taking like if you think of a smoothie even you need to be chewing said smoothie in order to break it down because otherwise you're sending like all of ideally like a really nutrient packed smoothie down the pike and you're not you're not chewing so you're not actually telling your body what's coming chewing is no no, chewing is a major major signal you get chemical and mechanical breakdown of your food with chewing oh um, interesting mm. because of the production of salivary amylase which is that enzyme that helps break down carbohydrate in the mouth so Hmm. Um, just, you know, a couple of basic steps around digestion is a great place to start. And again, we'll do a full episode on, on digestion for sure. It's probably gonna be like a four part series, yeah, Who know, for real. Um, and then, you know, addressing gut health, just gut health and skin health are, are, very closely tied uh if your gut flora aren't in balance your skin probably won't be in balance either and this is why i think a lot of this conversation around like probiotic skincare and you know doing you can do some probiotic stuff on on the skin or you know this is one of the reasons why lactic acid can be so helpful for the skin as well so um you know taking a look if you've got if you've got acne if you've got some other skin issues dry skin you know take a look are you eating probiotic rich foods are you taking in bone broth. That's super gut healing. Are you, um, you know, avoiding foods that could be inflammatory for you. A lot of people are sensitive to nightshades or FODMAPs or even have specific food intolerances that need to be addressed in order to reduce inflammation. Mm. And when you reduce internal inflammation, you will reduce external inflammation, right? It's all connected. Yay! Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing I wanted to say is that as far as like just touching on acne really quick, I know we're talking about hydration and and acne can be a lot to do. I know. So Mm -hmm. um, dairy is a really common acne trigger, not a cause, but a trigger well, so it 's inflammatory y- it 's very it can be yes Depending it can be body. inflammatory, mm-hmm. it all depends bio individual mm-hmm. um, and while dairy can be a really lovely source of nutrition it 's not right for everybody, but also just not at every time in, oh. in life, so you know there are times where um, you know we need to really shore things up and allow the body to heal mm-hmm. and, and repair the permeability of the gut and allow it to be, you know, more so semi-permeable than hyperpermeable, right?
1: Oh, we get yeah. those tight
0: junctures in the, in the small intestine loosening. And that's kind of what we call leaky gut. And it allows things to pass through and, it, and dairy can be one of those proteins that the body kind of attacks first. Yeah. So that's a really good line of defense if you're having skin issues to remove dairy. Um, And there have been numerous studies that have found that acne patients who had lower serum levels of vitamin A, E and zinc um, generally have, you know, deficiencies in those areas were connected to that acne as well, which is going to drive dry skin as well because you're not having proper fatty acid balance and balance of fat
1: soluble vitamins. You find find a lot of vitamin A, E and zinc. In, like, does that tend to travel together in some sort of like food, or is it like where can you find it naturally? Or does it need, really I need mean, to be it, supplemented? E, no. I mean,
0: ideally, we're getting all of our nutrition from our food. And right. supplementation, I honestly, in my opinion, should be mostly temporary, which temporary for some people can mean years and some it can mean months or weeks. Um, supplements are really, you know, a band aid for the right. most part. Um, but but supplement the reality, your food. Yeah. Well, <laughs> right. The reality is that, you know, most of us are not breaking down our food in the way that we should in order to get those nutrients and assimilate them. But the same goes for the supplements we take. If we aren't digesting our food, we may or may not be digesting our supplements. And there are, you know, plenty of supplements out there that help carry, you know, maybe they're enterically coated and they help carry it to exactly where it needs to be in the gut or, you know, what have you. And that can be really helpful. But it's important to know that, you know, honestly, the first defense is to obviously eat a nutrient dense diet, which... Mm -hmm that's probably like 10 episodes. Um, but also to address digestion first. And then, I mean, honestly, like highest food that's rich in, or the the food that's the richest in zinc for the most part
1: is, um, oysters. Ah, that's what I thought.
0: And I was, I've
1: been starting to eat more oysters. Cause since you said that, yeah, I've been eating more oysters since you told me that about zinc yeah so there it's an excellent source of zinc um any
0: other like you know multi-mineral rich food is going to be an excellent source for that too hmm. um animal carry cofactors and then vitamin a is difficult to get in our food um i've heard lots about yeah, mostly a, yeah. liver <laughs> really <laughs> honestly uh-huh. very rich in vitamin a um vitamin e is like all over the place so yeah uh, honestly, the, the bigger picture is, you know, looking at, you know, you can supplement with zinc a little bit in the meantime, I've actually with just with topical zinc with using, um, the do skin tinted moisturizer from beauty counter, oh, yes. the zinc oxide in that has actually helped clear my skin up quite a bit. And zinc is actually naturally antibacterial, which, you know, a lot of acne can be driven by bacteria hanging out on the skin, um, or at least exacerbated by yeah. that. And so it's helped clear things up quite a bit for me. Yeah,
1: that's fascinating makes a lot of sense
0: but more often than not when we look at studies with patients with acne uh, if we're looking at like serum levels of zinc it's it's more often than not that it's it's imbalanced for sure oh that's so interesting zinc yeah uh and then the the mostly i wanted to touch on during this conversation is fat and carbohydrates Ah. (laughs) uh my favorite things to talk about massive topic Um, alongside protein i really like macros (laughs) macros are fun so (laughs) getting enough good fat will really help your skin look younger for a longer period of time. So there was this really interesting study of Japanese women um, and the intake of like saturated and monounsaturated, but not polyunsaturated bad (laughs) Uh, fat and was associated with greater skin, elasticity and fewer wrinkles. Dude, Japanese women have amazing skin, right? Um, No sun damage, maybe. (laughs) Um, and, And like, of course, like the usual, like, little bits and caveats apply so like you know association is not mean causation um but uh it's definitely some food for thought and i think this study also found that monounsaturated fat from olive oil in particular was associated with with healthy skin oh yeah people in the mediterranean
1: have amazing amazing skin even though they have a ton of sun exposure i think it has to do with their diet for sure yeah exactly so um you
0: so, anyways. I mean, all in all, I think you know addressing fat consumption can be a really important component of this. But also, again, digesting your fat well and uh, collagen is another thing I want to mention. So uh, Whoa, there's a collagen. lot of evidence that <laughs> dietary collagen, i.e., in the form of bone broth, um, or you can take like vital proteins collagen peptides or great lakes collagen peptides um can help reduce wrinkles and i've seen a lot of improvement in my skin health and nails and hair uh by supplementing with collagen my gut's happier yeah it helps repair the gut lining too
1: yeah because that's like the one of the only things i added into my diet probably six months ago five months ago and I, i have a lot less inflammation i can feel like my i don't feel bloated as much yeah Anyway, I love it. I love it too. So the last thing I
0: want to kind of touch on when it comes to like the dietary intervention is talking about carbohydrates, because this is something that isn't really talked about a lot when it comes to skin health, right? We talk about how healthy fats and digesting healthy fats is really important for skin health, but the truth of the matter is that aging skin and diabetic skin actually show a lot of the same characteristics, which suggests there could be a huge connection between blood sugar and skin health. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, again, I find that when my clients get their blood sugar handled, um, or, you know, I have a clients who have type two diabetes and they're able to reverse that by changing their nutrition and lifestyle. Um, you know, it, it changes their skin. And so what Mm -hmm. we see is, essentially a connection between what we call advanced glycation end products, which we call AGEs. and Advanced glycation end, end products. products. Yeah. Mm-hmm, okay. So when we have an excess of, of sugar circulating in the bloodstream, what will happen is our tissues were, will like get hardened and we call it glycated. So they're just mm-hmm. not as like... Um, buoyant and and easily move throughout the body, and they don't communicate as well cell to cell, oh, so you get rigidity in the tissues. And um, that all of that has to do with um, when our blood sugar issues kind of meet an overconsumption of omega six fatty acids, which is what we are really seeing in our culture as far as like that full inflammatory response in the body. Bad Um, oils, yeah, yeah. So you know, which is everywhere. When we talk about healthy fat, we are not talking about the consumption of canola, cotton seeds, soybean oil. Sure, we were just highly inflammatory. Yes. And we were just having this discussion about, you know, when you eat out, like you have to be so careful with where you're choosing to eat and be really advocate for yourself when it comes to what oils are used because you're being exposed to those in restaurants constantly because Mm -hmm. they're so cheap Um, and they provide like a consistent result a lot of the time. And so what you need to do for yourself is honestly never consume them in your home so that when you do consume them when you're out and about, if you have to your body can um, deal. Yeah, it's just a minor insult rather than a consistent thing that's happening. Instead of a um, assault. <laughs> yeah. So Basically, what happens is like as you improve your glycemic control, as your blood sugar improves, you can have a really good response in terms of like maintaining healthy, younger looking skin. And there was a really interesting study done in mice that actually found that the skin of diabetic mice was more sensitive to sun damage than the skin of non-diabetic mice, which was so interesting. Yep. And obviously, sun damage and aging can look super similar, right? Photo damage is, is causing premature aging and so this like i don't know has to me has a
1: huge connection between controlling blood sugar and avoiding premature aging well if we're talking about lipids in the body and then backing up to our other earlier conversation of our cells needing the essential fatty acids and like connecting all those dots it, it may not be something that we can directly say this definitely is part of this and this, but it's worth talking about for sure. Talking about how even like our melanocytes deal with tanning the skin and protecting our skin from the UV rays, which is gonna help protect our bodies against premature aging. And it's a lot of um, correlation, not necessarily causation because it needs to be talked about in that format, but it is something to talk about and think about that if you can really work with your body's essential fatty acids and the storage and you're being careful with what, what oils you're bringing into your life, uh, it can affect your body in a beautiful cascade. Like, yeah. you know, in a more than just, oh, my digestive system is better. It's like your eyesight, your skin, your everything. There's like, a
0: reason why we call it the foundations.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: Yep. Uh, hydration, minerals, vitamins protein, carbs and y'all need it. Yeah. So, uh, one thing I wanted to kind of just like give a little disclaimer for is that I don't want you to feel like to have healthy skin that you need to completely eliminate carbohydrates. That's not what I'm saying. Um, it's, it's not just the carbs. It's an unhealthy metabolic response to carbohydrates that can be really driving skin issues. So at a really simplified level, like that's what like diabetes is doing to the body like we have it's a really thing. Yeah, it's, yeah it has to do with insulin sensitivity so Which is in a metabolically everywhere. healthy person there's no reason to be afraid of like safe starches so we're talking about like potatoes and plantains and yuca, and maybe even a little bit of like white rice and
1: mm-hmm.
0: white rice versus brown rice is a whole nother conversation Ooh. i'm just coming up with so many podcast topics right better now take our notes <laughs> um but a better plan is to find a carp level that works really well for you because that for me is so different than, Mm -hmm. than, you know, the next person that's again, we're bio-individuals. So it includes like your energy levels, your workout recovery, your fertility, like any other health issues that you have. If you have adrenal issues, you probably need some carbohydrates unless those adrenal issues are driven by blood sugar problems, which is exactly what I discovered through trial and error. (laughs) Yeah. So try not to go to extremes, um, in order to address the blood sugar stuff. I really, I cannot tout enough the 21 day surety talks program from Diane Sanfilippo, mm-hmm. go find yourself a 21 day surety talks coach. Um, I'm using it for mostly corporate wellness right now. So I'm not running like major groups, but it, it you know, feel free to contact me, my emails in the show notes. Um,
1: she's and got a new workbook that I bought. That's my, it was my first yes, introduction to the, the, the 21, 21 day surety talks
0: daily guide. Yes. And it helps you walk through the steps to, you know, you l- know, getting a handle on your blood sugar but in a really balanced way where you're still consuming carbohydrates you still get to have a little bit of fruit but you're really pulling out processed food and um you know basically non-whole versions
1: and it of really walks you through it which i think is so important when you're making such a foundational change like you, sometimes you just need a good walkthrough of like this is how you're going to feel this is what you're going to do to prep. Yes. This is what their food's going to look like. This is how you need a grocery shop. Like sometimes you just need that in the beginning, you know? Yeah,
0: And I love that this program has coaches available because yeah. it's really hard to walk through that real food journey on your own. So if you're new to um, like a real food and when I say real food lifestyle, I'm talking like clean ancestral I don't like to say the word paleo, but I will so that you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, but my my thought process is like paleo is an excellent anti-inflammatory approach. But, you know, more often than not, there can even be some paleo foods foods that can, you know, cause issues for some people. Yeah. Um, but listen to your body. Yeah. But also, you know, I think the key is like pale- I call it paleo plus. <laughs> what can you get away with? So, you know, you know, how are you going to do with adding in some white rice or some other safe starches yeah. like oatmeal? Um, mm-hmm. You know, can you do some grass fed whole milk? And how does it make full you fat feel? dairy? Yeah, exactly. That's, some people do
1: totally fine. That's exactly why I really loved Robin Euculus's approach like she was talking about she just has a a new book called thin from within we're just like talking about all these people that we love because there's such good resources where robin really talks about like connecting with yourself stop and questioning how does this make me feel because that is how you're going to connect beyond some of like the physical like obvious things that you're going to be able to record and measure Mm -hmm. you really got to see how does this make my emotions feel how's my sleep going how is my recovery in my workouts how how are my workouts in general you know you can and she talks a lot about knowing yourself. And I think that's another part of it is knowing how you're doing with those paleo plus. I love that paleo plus. (laughs) I'm going to coin that term.
0: So (laughs) the the last thing that I, that I want to mention really quick, as far as like addressing skin hydration, whether it be oil dry or water dry internally is like, please y'all get some sleep. Oh. work on your sleep hygiene get some sleep like mm-hmm. your skin is recovering from stressors overnight mm-hmm. and if you aren't getting proper rest like if you think that like your body and your energy isn't returning to you in the morning if you think your cell turnover is happening on your skin like it ain't happening yeah, better check no, yourself you, yeah you need <laughs> you need more and you know this is why i talk about you know this this approach is like a real food lifestyle it's so much bigger and and sleep is often, sleep deprivation is a huge catalyst to people eating too much sugar yes. or not enough dietary fat. We're reaching for convenience things because to we're freaking exhausted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then obviously reaching for stimulants, which will help you crave more sugar. So,
1: and it'll, <laughs> it'll what is it? It'll dehydrate you and
0: yep, cause exactly. you have to drink more water than yeah, you exactly. can't really It's quite, it's quite the cycle. Yeah. Quite the cascade of events that can happen. So, you know, I think, I think we kind of touched on most of the things that, that I wanted to address, but What I would really love to hear from you, Genevieve, for a minute is, you know, helping someone find, you know, a topical solution for oil dryness, because that, you know, is something that can be helped externally. Yeah. And finding an oil-based moisturizer that your skin tolerates could go a really long way. So what do you suggest as a practitioner?
1: Yeah, honestly, this is why I have really fallen in love with, um, with anything facial oil. Cause they're, while I actually had a really interesting conversation, um, on Facebook about this cause somebody was explaining, I love this Maracuja oil and it was like Maracuja. And then like, I think it had one other oil in it. Uh, and while one oil can be fantastic and it can be really revolutionary for people. If you are looking for a comprehensive, something that's going to give you a lot, you need something that has a lot of blends in it because each oil has a different molecular structure. So it's going to interact differently with your skin. With different layers of the skin too. Mm-hmm. And they'll penetrate mm-hmm. differently. And so if you're looking for something that's comprehensive, definitely look for something that's got, I'd, I'd say anywhere from like four to on up. Like if it's got four different oils in it, you're probably doing all right. Um, but I also love like balms you know you can use balms as cleansing balms you can use them as you can use them as masks you can use them as carrying agents for essential oils if you're trying to look for a topical like frankincense can be great for anti-aging oh man oh so can myrrh there's, I'm sure Would, there's where a lot. do you like to add frankincense in
0: in the skincare routine total side note by the way
1: um I like to add it into oils because it interacts best. It distributes best in oils. So anything. Yeah. So like essential bliss- oils are oil right. soluble. Right. Well, I got to say it, <laughs> but it was- stop putting essential oils in your water. I just gonna say that right now. <laughs> so stop it. Yeah. You, you don't know what it's doing to your inside. So, uh, but I have a couple products I love. I've got some beauty counter ones I want to talk about, but I also love skincare line. Leilani skincare. It's a, kauai based skincare line and kawaii oh my gosh i've only been there once and it was enough i i am hooked work trip plan oh
0: we gotta go tour leilani's (laughs) you guys would come
1: vacation with us and let us go there right so Um, yes there's this particular product that i love from her called beauty balm it's it's bless beauty balm is what she calls it Mm. and um what i love about this line is it's it's organic a lot of her ingredients she actually pulls from her property so anytime that's she, that's so freaking cool it's so cool it's thing, wild right? crafted and she does such a good job of making it available it's a, it doesn't sell out that often it's there they've got a good production basis they're starting to get really big it's got uh it's got blue tansy oil in it it's also it's got a bunch of different let's see if i can find all the oils that are in it because it's got a bunch i'm pulling it up for you right now i'm actually looking at it too so we're, we're ah. both checking it out Ooh! I think I might have to look at the bottle that I have upstairs to tell you all the oils. But I'll tell you right now, like, oh, well, everything, first of all, is cold pressed. Like, it's really fun to watch. She actually on her Instagram shows when they're making new batches and what it looks like this is the coolest thing ever. That's so fun. And so this one is a really great one when you're you can take off your makeup with it but it also is going to help with the moisture barrier in your skin. So this is a good like oil cleansing method, but I, I've also used it as um, in the winter time because my skin gets really intense in the winter. <laughs> um, I like to use it as my first layer and then I let it sit and just soak in and then I'll follow with the facial oil in the winter. That's That used to be my double moisturizing session. So the Blessed Beauty Balm, by Leilani Skincare, she also has she calls them serums, but really they're facial oils. Oils, yeah. yes. Are you but talking about like the champagne serum? Is that a the, facial oil, the, basically? Yes. Okay. yes, and I, I cool. absolutely champagne serum saved my hide right before I found Beauty Counter because my skin was reeking out all the time i had those dry patches but they were very like nerve based like when i would get stressed they would get aggravated and mm. i needed some lip and layer <laughs> like i needed some stuff quick so i i almost used a whole bottle in like six weeks because i was putting it on sometimes three times a day because my skin it was i was using it almost like medicine for my skin well when i have inflammation and
0: issues happening in my skin i almost always like my default is to switch to just using a facial oil a few mm-hmm. times a day yeah. to just like
1: let things chill. Yeah, that's super smart. That's super wise. So if you find another facial oil, uh, I, if you're looking to kind of repair the layer that you've got, the beauty counter has got three different facial oils. They've got the number one that's brightening. So it's got vitamin C behind it. And the number two has uh, jasmine in it. And number three is the ylang ylang. I always have to like slow down when I say that. Um, But the number three is my go-to in the summertime because sometimes I need a little more balancing in my skin because of the sweat and I do get a little more oily in the summertime. But number one is my year round. Like I use that one all. That has been my jam. (laughs) Yeah, number one. It smells amazing. I
0: used to use the balancing the number three facial oil for the longest time because i had combination skin and now that my skin has like chilled out and isn't quite so combination Mm -hmm. i'm like okay well let's address some of this hyperpigmentation and i will use this brightening oil with vitamin c right i know and so one thing i was going to ask you is i feel like i see a lot of vitamin c vitamin c serums but mm. vitamin c is usually well transferred in oil correct Mm -hmm. so um Vitamin C, quote unquote, serums are usually vitamin C oils, aren't they?
1: They are, but sometimes they'll call them serums because they're higher concentrations of vitamin okay. C. Okay. So the thing that you have to be careful about with vitamin C, though, is the higher the percentage, the more sensitizing, and it also makes you more photosensitive.
0: Yeah. So you have to be careful about making sure you're doing... And lots, lots of good sun protection. Right. Get out your
1: zinc-based sunscreen, people. Right. Well, this number one um, facial brightening oil is—it's not going to make you as photosensitive. No, it's a really—it's a not pretty chill like formulation of the vitamin enough C enough to be effective, but not enough to be it's not sensitizing. Yeah, right. Yeah, and so that's why I was looking at the Leilani one, and she calls them serums, but they're—they're they're formulated more like facial oils. But they also have some great like factors to them, if I remember correctly, some of the things that they've got in them. So uh, like the the champagne serum, it's let me just read off some of it because I found it. It's grapeseed oil, rosehip oil, jojoba seed oil, sunflower seed oil, lavender oil, citrus peel oil, calendula flower. So this is when we start getting, when you get to the extracts, that's the active ingredient in it. And it has almost split down the middle oils to active ingredients. So that's probably why it's called a serum, but it's also got... Uh, green and white tea leaf extract, which is actually going to be really uh, healing for your skin. And rooibos too. and Yes. Anti-inflammatory. Love me some rooibos. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, when you look at your ingredients, it'll help you shop a little more wisely when you know the balance of what you're purchasing. Because a straight up maracuja oil is great, but you really could have so much more in that application so an
0: oil blend long story short (laughs) an oil blend would be
1: a great um moisturizer for oil dry skin yeah I definitely think that those are it's important to know how to like work with your skin in that scenario awesome So we're going to wrap this up because we could keep talking forever, but especially about things that we love, like hydration inside and out. So we want to thank you guys for joining us today. Definitely check out. We're going to be adding things on the end if we see some exciting things coming by the time we launch this episode. So keep listening. You might hear some news. So definitely check us out. We will catch you guys in our next episode. and I'm back to give you guys the good news. That product that Cassie was talking about, this is Beauty Counter's Overnight Resurfacing Peel. There, I finally got to say it. I'm so excited to tell you guys about this product. It has 15 different acids in it that are botanically derived. They are AHA and BHA. They're targeted to work with skin texture, better appearance of pores, fine lines, dark spots without irritation or over drying. You can find glycolic, lactic and malic acids that clear away dull surface skin cells while hyaluronic acid and essential fatty acids soothe and nourish to reveal a smoother, brighter complexion. Honestly, this product can be for all skin types. If you're sensitive, if you're acneic, if you've got rosacea, all these things, definitely give it a try. Do a spot test, like kind of behind your ear. Check it out. This is the most, the most exciting product that I've seen since I started Beauty Counter. You can check it out at www.beautycounter.com backslash Genevieve Blair, G-E-N-E-V-I-E-V-E-B-L-A-I-R. If you have any questions, definitely check us out on our Instagram. Ask away. This has been a game changer for Cassie. This has been so wonderful to add back into my regimen because I know this is being formulated clean. It's dairy free. It's vegan. It is my jam. I'm just so pumped to be able to offer this to you guys. Definitely check it out. Thanks for joining us today on this episode of Rebel Heart Radio. You can visit our website to submit a question at www.revelheartradio.com. Or you. I asked you not to come back. I love you very much, but I have to finish my work, and every time you come and interrupt me, that means I can't finish. Can go to tomorrow? No. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. No, he's going to be camping. No, okay. That could have waited. Get out of here sorry to stop your flow you're on a roll that's okay so zinc and oysters close the door all right